tonight, the final score here in Sandy in Las Vegas, BYU 85 and San Diego 79. BYU wins on quarterfinal Saturday to advance to Monday night. It was a wild one. BYU ended up holding off San Diego, and Mark, it didn't look like holding off was going to be what they'd have to do, and they took a 17-point lead at the under 12. That's amazing, uh, Greg. You guys get hot. Uh, I remember championship game against Hawaii. We had a nice double-digit lead in the second half, and the guy named Trevor Ruffin just went off, and and it slips away. It really does. And uh, they get confidence, and you start taking, you know, kind of getting anxiety, and you're not playing as free and loose. And they lost uh, Elijah Bryant for a lot of that time, and you're foul trouble. And the man, that's just the way it goes. But I credit BYU. Once they they kind of blew it, it they're no, no sugarcoating that. But once they did blow it, they, they kind of gathered themselves, called a timeout, made free throws, and made the defensive plays, and and got it done. That's that's bottom line. But that was uh, sure an exciting basketball game, and it uh, looked like we're going to have a route, and it just never seems to go that way in the conference tournament. BYU gets uh, 27 from Elijah Bryant before fouling out, 22 from Yoli Childs, 13 from T.J. Haas before fouling out, 7 for Nixon, 6 for Hardnett, 4 for Cannon, 4 for Worthington, 2 for Celius gets you to 85. BYU's best scoring day in a long, long time. BYU hasn't been scoring in the 80s a lot this year. Their last game with as many as 85 points in a game came versus Idaho State back in uh, late December. So their only conference game, they didn't score 85 at any point in league. They score 85 in this one. San Diego scores 79 on 20 from Carter, 21 from Pinheiro, uh, 13 from Neubauer before fouling out, 5 from Williams, 5 from Gray, 2 from Masalski, 1 for Floresca. BYU shoots 52% from the field to San Diego's 47. BYU shoots 27 is all from 3 to San Diego's 37. The Toreros made 10 threes in this game. BYU made just 3. But Mark, 3 for 11 is a far cry from 3 for 22, which is what they did two weeks ago against this team. They didn't rely on the three. I love the approach today because they said, we are going to take it right to the rim. And, and BYU did that, especially Elijah Bryant. TJ did that. Uh, McKay, even Jashir, put the pressure on the defense. If a guard gets in the paint, drawing those big guys up, it's very difficult defensively. And I think that was a nice strategy with the team struggling from the three-point line to do that. And then finally got a little peppering of threes from Elijah Bryant when it counted. It and counted, that, yeah. That, I mean, that made a big difference in the game to get that lead. Well, BYU shot 32 free throws. San Diego shot 32 free throws. BYU 24 of 32. San Diego 25 of 32. Toreros out-rebounded BYU 31 to 27. BYU had only five turnovers on the day, and that's a big number, too. 11 assists and five turnovers, 11 assists on 29 makes. But interestingly, after one assist in the first half, BYU had 10 assists after halftime. San Diego ends up with 11 assists and 14 turnovers. Leading rebounder for BYU, Yoli Childs with eight. Leading rebounder for San Diego, Pinheiro with eight. As the Toreros fall to 18-13 and 13 on the year, BYU improves to 23-9 and nine and may have uh, assured themselves of an NIT berth if they don't win three games here in Las Vegas with today's win. Not too many teams will take a... Uh, not too many, I, I think the NIT would take a 23-win BYU team most every year yeah. into their tournament. So 23-9 and nine means something for BYU. The Cougars plus 20 in paint points, plus two off of turnovers, second chance even, fast break BYU plus four. San Diego ran the bench today at 27-13. to 13. There were six ties and 11 lead changes. Thankfully for BYU, the lead did not change in the second half after BYU went up 17. But there the Cougars were, 60-43 to 43 after the third of three consecutive three-pointers from Elijah Bryant. Game over, right? Cruising up 17. Even, you could argue, at the, uh, the under-8, BYU still up a dozen, 69-57. They're up a dozen under-7 to go. In fact, they're up a, they're up a dozen 
They're up a dozen. At some point, they're not going to be up a dozen. No, but but they're, they're, up, they're up a dozen at the under seven. And that's when the San Diego went on their 12-0 run to tie the game at 71. So in a span of two and a half minutes, San Diego went from down 12 to tied. And then BYU had to grind it out to get it done. And that the Cougars did today, winning it 85-79. to 79. Time now for our New Skin Data Discovery, brought to you by New Skin Discover, the best you. Mark, what do you discover when you take a look at today's box score? Yeah, when, uh, before the game, I talked about how San Diego's only lost one game when they outshot their opponents and and, and only uh, won one game when they got outshot. And it's basically the reverse numbers for BYU. It's uh, kind of unusual to see that, that kind of discrepancy. But uh, today, BYU shot better, 52% to uh, 47%. And uh, that was just enough, Greg, to get it done. And the BYU comes away. That combined with really taking good care of the basketball because BYU struggled in a couple games this year, really turning it over. And San Diego, with the way they pressure, they're relying on you to turn it over and get some easy easy buckets. And uh, they weren't able to capitalize that with just five turnovers. BYU closing it out, 85-79. Much more to come from a courtside and the press room here in Las Vegas. Jason Shepard's coming up next with Cougar Post Game Live. He may have as part of his coverage, live press conference coverage from Las Vegas as well. So stay tuned for all of that. Much more to come here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The final buzzer has sounded. And today's BYU basketball game is complete. Selyus another three. Got it again! For Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Exclusive post game coverage of BYU basketball is brought to you by Provo Land Title. In 1966, we started with a simple goal service. 50 years later, that goal is now a tradition. Now, let's join your host, Jason Shepard. Welcome into Cougar Post Game Live, everybody. BYU wins in Las Vegas at the Orleans Arena. They defeat the San Diego Toreros 85-79 to with the victory. The Cougars will now await their opponent for Monday night. That will come from the game that will be played later on tonight in Las Vegas between the Gales of St. Mary's and the Waves of Pepperdine. Let's update you on the rest of the schedule for today in the WCC Tournament coming up in just a few minutes. And this is a game that you can see on BYU TV. It will be the San Francisco Dons taking on the Pacific Tigers. And then later on tonight in both of these games on ESPN2, I already mentioned St. Mary's and Pepperdine. That will be the second game of the nightcap. The first late game will be between number 7 Gonzaga taking on the LMU Lions. All right, top 25 action. Games going on right now. 12 minutes to go in the second half. Number 8 Purdue hosting Penn State. The Boilermakers have a seven-point lead at 49-42. to Also, number four, Villanova, leading Georgetown 53-39. to Just under 16 minutes to go in that one. Nine minutes in the first half, it is number 16, Tennessee, trailing at home to Georgia. It's 21-15 in favor of the Bulldogs. We'll get back to more scores coming up in just a second. Let's head back down to the Orleans Arena and join Dave Rose, who's addressing the media. Is that uh, there's a lot on the line and guys don't quit and you saw it in both teams and um, I'm, I'm proud of our guys for how we hung in there and finished it off after you know a tough run against us and I thought we guarded consistently all night long we were really aggressive we got ourselves in a little bit of foul trouble but uh, proud of the way our group just uh, the bench came in and made plays and uh, we were able to finish off the game and get a big win so. Um, that's about it. 
Thanks, Coach. We'll take questions from media members. If you have one, please raise your hand. We'll get a microphone to you. Let us know your name and affiliation. We'd like to start with student-athletes first, please. Ask the student-athletes? Yes, please. Um, Elijah, your guards seem to step up today to do a lot of different things, both ends of the court. Could you talk about the concentration your guards had today? Yeah, I think the biggest thing was that they were hugging the bigs on the ball screen, not showing as long. And coach told us that they were going to have open shots, open layups, so we just capitalized on those and were able to get the win. Additional questions for student-athletes? Come to Rusty here in our second row. Um, they, they battled back from 17 to tie it, and then you guys were able to move on from there. What is it about you guys that uh, you were able to respond to kind of their run? I think we just uh, trust our concepts. We trust each other. We trust that we're going to make the right plays, and we trust if we have that defensive mentality that we're going to come back from any situation, no matter who has the momentum, no matter what the score is, whether we're up, down, tied. We know if we trust each other, make the right plays on both ends of the floor, that uh, we're just going to tough it out and get the job done. All right, that was uh, Yoli Childs you just heard from and the head coach of the Cougars, Day Rose. Just a taste of post-game comments from the Cougars as they win 85-79. You will hear more, an extended conversation, obviously, with head coach Dave Rose coming up a little bit later on with Greg and Mark. And we're hoping to have McKay Cannon uh, coming up in just a few minutes as well. Let's uh, finish up top 25 scores. Uh, Texas Tech defeats TCU 79-75. It was number one Virginia defeating Notre Dame 60 to 57 and an upset number 15 Michigan defeats number two Michigan State 75 to 64 Xavier defeats DePaul 65 62 and Oklahoma State upsets sixth ranked Kansas 82 to 64 coming up on the other side to let you know how BYU baseball BYU softball did today your final BYU defeats San Diego in the West Coast Conference Tournament in Las Vegas, 85-79, the final score. We'll have more of Cougar Post Game Live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back into Cougar Post Game Live. BYU wins in Vegas. They defeat the Toreros of San Diego 85-79. to Let's uh, get a little bit more of the postgame press conference. We've got at the podium head coach Dave Rose as well as two players, Elijah Bryant and Yoli Childs. Let's listen in for a few more minutes. Last night and uh, um, you know, the, the tough season that they've had with injuries and they've got them all back. The freshmen are not freshmen anymore because it's the end of the year, and uh, they played a complete game last night from start to finish. So uh, they'll get a little more resistance tonight from St. Mary's, but if they shoot the ball that way, it'll be a dogfight. Go ahead, John, if you had another one. If not, I did, uh, Dave, and you talked about Pepperdine. Can you also uh, say a few words about St. Mary's? Uh, for those of us looking ahead, and if you do end up playing St. Mary's, just your assessment of, uh, of that team. Well, you know, I think our guys would be excited if that's the possibility because we've, we've played them good both games, uh, led at our place the majority of the game. So, but we have yet to beat them. So you look forward to the opportunity to, you know, change the, the tide a little bit. Got time for a couple more, Darnell. Uh, Elijah. When you guys played San Diego over there, it was a very physical game. How do you feel like you, your team responded to this? It was another physical game. And, and why did you respond well, do you think? 
I think coaches really emphasize and practice the physicality that they that they come with and, and did a lot of drills to prepare us to finish that physicality even if we didn't get the foul call. So that's how we prepared for their physicality. We'll go to Dick then back up to Don. Or Don first. Okay. Uh, Don Norcross with the San Diego Union Tribune. Uh, Yoli, obviously you were up 17. Um, Olin Carter hits a three from pretty darn deep, and it makes it 71-71. At that instant, what's going through your mind? Next play. I think uh, the coaches did a good job of emphasizing that all week, and then especially before the game, that no matter what happens, whether it's a really positive play or a really negative play, you got to think about the next play. If you're if you're thinking about the play that just happened and you're not playing in the moment, if you're looking in the past, then you're not going to be successful. So when they tied it up or when they brought it back close or when we extend the lead, every single guy on our team is thinking next play. What can we do this next play? Dick. Uh, Elijah, can you talk a little bit about um, Cannon coming off the bench? He, he had a couple of real big steals, one right under the basket. Can you talk about what you get out of him? I mean, we've, before he was eligible this year, he played on the green team, and we know what he's fully capable of, and we're just excited to have him playing for us now, and he's a elite player for sure. All right, that was a little more from Elijah Bryant, Yoli Childs, and head coach Dave Rose. We'll hear more from everybody coming up a little bit later on in post-game coverage. We'll get you back to Vegas in just a second. Quick updating on BYU baseball. They're in the bottom of the fifth. BYU trailing Auburn 8-1 to in the second game of the doubleheader. Earlier today, the Tigers defeated the Cougars in game number one, 21-4. The news a little bit better for softball. Cougars defeat Northwestern 8 to nothing. That game played in Seattle. That is going to do it for Cougar Post Game Live. After the break, we're going to get you back to the Orleans Arena for the Cougar Locker Room Show. Greg and Mark will be talking with McKay Cannon. Nice day for McKay. Four points, but five big assists for the transfer from Weber State. Your final, 85-79. BYU defeats the Toreros of San Diego. We'll have more from Vegas next. You heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. We'll hand off TJ3, post fires. Oh! Brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now, let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Courtside Seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back courtside here to the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada for quarterfinal action in the West Coast Conference Tournament. The first game of the day is complete, and BYU has outlasted San Diego by a score of 85-79. to BYU moves on to Monday night against either St. Mary's or Pepperdine. BYU now 23-9 on the year. One of the big parts of BYU's win today was McKay Cannon coming off the bench for four points and five assists. Those five assists were more than anybody else on the team as BYU had a tough time getting on top in the first half, got on top at halftime, Extended the lead to 17 in the second half before USD rallied, and then BYU closed it out. McKay Cannon joining us courtside. McKay, congratulations on the win. That was a grinder. It was. It didn't really look, was. Didn't look, it looked like it was going to be that way once you got up to 17-point lead. Um, how quickly did the emotions change uh, for you and your teammates once that thing went from 17 to a tie game in about five minutes, it seemed like? I mean, obviously we had a, we felt kind of drained just because, I mean, they're a good team. They're coming at us hard, and they're making a lot of good plays, and there's a lot of things that didn't work out how we would have liked to, uh, during that stretch, but we just had to regroup and uh, finish the game. What was the, uh, the biggest factor in getting out to that 17-point lead, do you think? Um, we were playing aggressive fast, and we are making the right play. Everyone was getting involved, and uh, a lot of guys were hitting shots. 
McKay, congratulations. That, that's a big deal to win a, the conference tournament game, and I, I applaud the effort from you guys, especially, you know, you and uh, and Dalton coming in. and I mean, everybody really contributed to that. When, tell us about the week leading to this game, maybe some of the focus for the team on getting uh, to the tournament and how you guys wanted to play here. I mean, coaches gave us a great uh, game plan this week, and we did our best every practice just to follow it. And um, we had we had a couple adjustments that I think that we didn't do during the season uh, that we were able to uh, execute this uh, this game. Without getting too technical on the adjustments, what do you think they were philosophically to get you guys in a better place? Uh, I mean, on defense, we, were, we we mixed it up a little bit. We were we weren't just uh, one-dimensional as far as switching screens and things like that, and uh, we were a little bit more versatile, I'd say. So, Elijah in this game, uh, well, first of all, BYU has no threes in the first half. Not sure if you're mindful of that or not. So, no threes made in the first half. Your first three came from who else? Elijah Bryant. And then it was bang, 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 three in a row. And you've seen how that can go for him. When he starts, when he sees one go, he feels it. And he's had those kind of games before. Absolutely. I mean, when he hit that first one, I think as a team we did our, we made an effort to get him the ball. And he hit, like you said, a couple more threes, and it really got us going. As someone who's made a few threes yourself, uh, what do you admire most about uh, Eli's approach to that shot and how he shoots it? I mean, he's confident. Um, he gets to his spot, and he, he, he shoots it. Um, and obviously, he's a very good shooter. He's put a lot of time into it, and um, it's something that uh, it's worked out for him. McKay, I know you always play hard, but it seems like, uh, I mentioned it before, you and, and Dalton come in and off the bench, you, you really focus on bringing a lot of intensity and energy. Is that how you see it, your role coming in? Absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, Dalton and I, we kind of are the enforcers, um, and that's what we want to do. We want to play hard and uh, bring effort to the team. How much of what happened late in the first half, early in the second half, was more of a, a scrap or a hustle or a tenacity that uh, that was kind of team-wide? Because it felt that way to me. It just felt like you guys were going to dive for everything uh, and, and, and really play it like it could be your last game of the season. Because it could be our last game. I mean, this game's obviously very important. Uh, tournament time, it's March. It's everything you live for, so you can't leave anything out there on the court. How much of a unifying or a galvanizing force is it when you all see the kind of effort each other is putting out there, whether it's hitting the floor like you were or rebounding hard or uh, you know trying to get over a screen, even if it results in a foul, that kind of thing? I think it's contagious, honestly, when everyone's just doing everything they can. You just want to play hard for the, the guy right beside you. And it's a fun thing when uh, in tournament time when you can look each other in the eye and know that everyone's given it their all. So it was a good feel today. Great feel. All right, we'll take a break. McKay Cannon is with us. We'll take a, a short break, return with more from McKay courtside here in Las Vegas, BYU 85 and San Diego 79. The Cougars advance to the semifinals here at the West Coast Conference Tournament. We're back with more after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, so welcome back to the Orleans Arena here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant, your commentary tandem. We are joined by McKay Cannon. McKay with a team high, five assists off the bench today, and those are five assists, so one off a career high. Interesting day, McKay, in that in the first half, it really was all about kind of scrap and hustle and one-on-one because BYU had one assist on 14 field goals. That's not like BYU normally, is it? It's not. But give credit to San Diego. They kind of gave us um, a different look. They were not going to let um, Yoli get any touches so when we were doing the one-up screens and things like that they were sticking hard to Yoli and weren't helping so we had to drive it that's why so I, bring up, so, so I bring up the one assist on 14 makes to note that San Diego is seventh nationally in assists per field goals made so they keep teams from getting into their stuff they're a good defensive team that way but then second half 
10 assists on 15 makes as a team, that's more like what you do and not really what San Diego allows a lot of. Exactly. I think um, as the game went on, we were kind of we kind of loosened their defense and just kept going at them and um, maybe a little bit fatigue. Who knows? Um, but we made the right play. Okay, you're no stranger to tournament play, obviously, but the Mount West or excuse me, West Coast Conference is a little bit strange with the Saturday, Monday, Tuesday, and you can't, can't really practice on Sunday. Do you know what the plan is for you guys as far as you know? You're either going to face, I guess, St. Mary's or LMU. Uh, what the plan is to get ready for that? I'm honestly not sure. Um, they didn't give us. I think they're going to work out a little game plan on what they, they want to do for us. They don't want to get too ahead of themselves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we'll see. But, hey, it's tournament play, and uh, it's surviving in advance. You guys have done that, and you guys get a game Monday night. You know that against someone with a chance to play for the championship in this league. It's all you want. So it's uh, got to win the first one. You guys did that. It's a great time of year, isn't it? It's great. This is fun. I love it. Well, you played well. Team played well. Got the W. Congrats again, and we'll see you back here on Monday. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks, McKay. McKay Cannon joining us here courtside. Dave Rose coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game from head coach Dave Rose. I'm really proud of our guys. I just think that, uh, you know, you go to the last 80 minutes that we've played and you've seen a lot of fight. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Post Game Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so back courtside here at the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant with you. Coach Dave Rose just seconds away from joining us. I tweeted about this this morning, Mark, as BYU defeats the San Diego 85-79. BYU was a really good shooting team for most of this season. They shot 52% today, outshot San Diego. But in the five games before today, BYU shot under 50%. And at no point during the year did BYU go any more than two games without having a 50% game until this little five-game dip. So BYU's uh, shooting lately was against form. They recovered to what we've expected them to be and shot 52 today. I, I think part of that was they were patient, and then they really attacked the rim. So you're getting close-in looks at shots. Didn't shoot a ton of threes, and so that percentage goes up when you're shooting close-in shots, attacking, and not, not throwing up so many threes. BYU is six-point winner, and the head coach of the Cougars now, Dave Rose, joins us courtside. And, uh, Coach, you've been through enough of these at every level of the game to know what tournament play really brings on both sides uh, of the floor. And what a game we had today uh, both ways. It was a great game. A lot of uh, emotion, a lot of energy. Um, you can just tell that it's uh, <laughs> it's tournament time and, and, and players uh, wait for this all year long and they give it their all. When they get behind, they don't give up. When they get ahead, you know, they sometimes maybe get a little bit tentative, you know, but... Uh, I uh, I was really proud of when we were behind early in the game, how our guys just you know and, and uh, USD was just shooting threes. Every, everybody hit one. Had you know two, three, four guys pop out there and hit it. That uh, our guys stayed with it. We got a little bit better on the perimeter. They started to drive us. We scored a few times. Got the game even. Ended up going in at halftime with a lead, and then really played well coming out of the coming out of halftime and. Uh, and got a big lead, and then, uh, you know, you just got to fight them off. And we got good play from Yoli and Eli and from TJ and Luke and McKay. I mean, we, it's uh, it goes on and on. It's a, that's a pretty good formula to win. Dalt came in, gave yep. us great minutes, and, you know, Zach played well. So I I told the guys, I said, listen, this is uh, – 
this is a pretty good formula. We guarded hard. We were pretty engaged all game long. We rebounded well. We didn't turn the ball over. And we played pretty well offensively. You know, everybody is looking for us to kind of break out and make threes. And uh, really proud of the guys for not taking the bait, you know, and uh, staying within what's good. If you shoot 52% from the field, we win a game and move on. There was a stretch in the first half, whatever it was. You probably went 10 or 12 minutes without even looking at a three, but you were doing everything else really well. And I felt that the four-point lead at halftime felt really good by how you got it. Yeah. It, was a, it was a scrap and a hustle lead you guys had at the break, I thought. Yeah, well, I think, I think what was really important was how they guard us. Their game plan against us is that they just they don't help on screens, and then they stay with those big guys. And so it gives those guards the opportunity to turn the corner and play one-on-one and be physical. And, and if you can finish through that physicality, you're going to get good shots. I thought Eli did a really good job of it early. TJ did a really good job of it late. McKay did a good job of it. And um, and Shear, Shear got to the basket a couple, two or three times and just gosh, couldn't get it to finish. But uh, that game plan we thought would really lead to a, a successful night for us, and our guys stayed with it. Yeah, Eli gets uh, 27 points in 26 minutes. Six minutes had the foul trouble a little bit, but that really seemed to me, especially early on, Eli turning that corner and going through contact was a big part of uh, staying in the game. You know, you weren't necessarily hitting the threes, and they were hitting threes, but that was, uh, I thought, a smart game plan. I know you won't disagree with me when I call you smart, Dave, but to, to really take it hard to the to rim and force them to foul for one and also get good looks. Well, if you think about it, Mark, the last time we played them, we made three threes, okay? We took 22 of them. Tonight we made three, we took 11. So now you got 11 other possessions you can deal with. We only turned the ball over five times, so we got shots. Got shots all night long and got the shots that we needed. Um, you know, a couple of huge plays, you'll go through and dissect this, but a couple of huge plays when the game got tight, came back and got tied. You know, we get to the free throw line, you know, Luke hits a couple of big free throws. TJ hits a couple big, Yo hits a couple big free throws. I mean, and that that's a good way to finish a game off at this time of year. It would be nice to run them out and, and, and win the thing, but I don't think that's going to happen in many many tournament games. It's just uh, it's too important, too much energy and too much emotion from these players. You just hit it, but you made your last eight free throws as a team, but he didn't just make eight in a row to end the game. It was Worthington, who's high 50s, making them both. It's Yo, who's low 60s, making them both. And it's TJ making four in a row, who you might expect. But when those lower percentage guys go and knock them both down like that, what a boost that is for your team. Yeah, I, I just think that it, it, it tells you that this this group, I've, I've talked about it all the time. I mean, there's a lot in these guys. And, um, you know, they're, they, they, they played a real game of... Uh, uh, just a complete game of character and toughness and grind it out and togetherness. And I, I just, like I said, uh, we're going to get into one on Monday, whoever it is, if it's a hot shooting Pepperdine team or if it's a, a really, really good St. Mary's team, you know, we're going to have to do the same kind of things. Dave Rose with us. We'll take a break. More from Coach Rose after this. BYU defeats San Diego 85-79 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's pause 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. KBYU-FM, HD2, Provo. You're listening to Cougar Sports on BYU Radio. 
BYU improves to 8-1 and one as a favored seed at the West Coast Conference Tournament, extending San Diego's WCC Tournament losing skid to six games. The last game San Diego won in the tournament was against BYU five years ago in the Cougars' second year in this league. So it's been a while since San Diego's tasted victory here in Las Vegas. Coach Dave Rose with us here. BYU beat San Diego 85-79. We're watching a USF play uh, Pacific. Tigers 18, Don 16, halfway through the first half. What do you think of what you see so far? Well, this is uh, going to be another really competitive game. It's going to go right down to the wire. The, uh, these uh, these two teams finished, uh, you know, 9-9 nine and nine in league. And, uh, you know, we, we played them both and with, against the Dons. We played well both times. And the Pacific game realized how uh, physical and athletic they are. Uh, I think San Francisco might have a little advantage here. They play a lot more guys, and if it comes down to that, but looks like Pacific's trying to control this pace and keep the game pretty slow. But we'll see what uh, what ends up happening. I think the, the one fella got 44 against San Francisco a couple. Of, I don't know who it was. You remember, you remember when uh, Gallinat had yeah, the big game? Yeah. Yep. So. I think, it was, yeah, I think it might have been the only 40-point game in our league this yeah, year. Yeah, and I think they've got him in check here. I mean, they haven't scored yet, so they uh, they got that point on the scouting report, that's for sure. So you get pretty well what they like to do, and they'll they'll play each other tonight. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you, you, you expect that uh, you know, St. Mary's will beat them, but you, you, you just never know. I mean, there's been bigger upsets than that in, uh, you know, in, in tournament play. And right now, St. Mary, I mean, uh, Pepperdine is just – I mean, they're just really playing well together as a group. And they were young most of the year, and they were unhealthy, and you know, they had issues with injuries and all those things. But the way they played last night, it's got to have those St. Mary's guys, the, the staff at least, up all night, <laughs> wondering if it's the same team that they played the two times in league. Because they didn't look like it last night. They did not. They were shooting the lights out. Hey, you lose the big lead. I've been in a bunch of games. You lose leads. You coached and you played in games. You lose. It gets away from you, and the more you try to not let it get away from you, the more it gets away from you. As a coach, when that happens, what are you trying to do for your guys in timeouts and just trying to right the ship? And, you know, you lost it, but then you righted the ship. So what, what goes on in a timeout and other uh, aspects? To that? me, the most important thing is confidence. Either to have confidence in what we're doing and how we're doing it and make sure the players have confidence in each other. Um you know, the, the press rattled us a little bit, but it, it really took us to where we got four or five easy baskets when we broke the press. Um, but, you know, the, the, the bottom line, I think, on the defensive end, the game got really scattered, and, and they, they just, instead of running things, they just started attacking us, spacing us, and, uh, and that's, you know, somewhere where you, you just kind of need to respond. And, and you know, with the, the under four-minute timeout, and we're up three, and we're just looking at the guys and just telling them, guys, listen, it doesn't matter how we got here. This is where we're at. We're three points ahead. We just got to execute and finish this game. Stop by stop, you know, possession by possession, we'll win the thing and move on. And, and you know, they got their heads down. They're kind of looking around. They're, but uh, they did a great job of, of fighting mentally, being tough enough to fight through it, and then to execute down the stretch. Bottom line was, you hit it earlier, we'll let you leave with this. It felt like a really together win. A lot of guys doing different things and, and giving it all for, for a one-game situation. Yeah, so, some, really of the, some of the plays that McKay made, jumping in, you know, the Stokes scores table and Dalt flying on the floor and Yo 
couple big attempts, on, you know, blocks coming from the weak side. I mean, these guys are engaged, and they want it, and I was proud of them. All right, look forward to Monday night. Coach, thank you. All right, thanks a lot, Greg. That's Dave Rose. We'll come back and hear from the San Diego side of things after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU is a winner today at the WCC Tournament quarterfinals, 85-79 over San Diego. It was a wild one, folks. BYU, a real uh, back-and-forth affair with USD in the first half. Let's not forget, uh, San Diego had a nice early lead. They led this thing by a score of 18-10. So BYU down eight early, rallied to go up four at halftime, put a nice push on early in the second half, and then after losing losing a 17-point lead, and it happened rather quickly that it all went down as well. After losing a 17-point lead, battles, BYU battles back to win it. BYU led by 17 at under 12 minutes to play. And uh, before you know it, at 71-71, the score at uh, 326. And so it was really a matter of eight minutes that the 17-point lead went away. Then BYU closes the game on a 14-8 run to win it by 685-79. A short time ago, in the uh, post-game press conference room, the acting head coach of San Diego... Sam Scholl spoke with the media, along with the players Cameron Newbauer and Olin Carter III. Those two players and Coach Scholl spoke moments ago. In turn, Cam, Cam Schroth was there and collected these comments for us. Well, I, I, don't, I, I don't get the podium like this, so uh, now that I have it, I just want to use it first, uh, just, just start with thanking two groups of people first. I mean, the, the job that, that Chris Gerlison and Terrence Rencher and Patrick Frost and Lance Levetter did this week was unbelievable. I mean, the talent that's within that group of guys, as coaches, as men, as leaders, it was just mind-blowing. Um, the way they stepped up and the way we all stepped, uh, worked together through a through a difficult time. And any school in the country would be should be more than happy. <laughs> we just be excited to have any one of those men coaching for them because they were unbelievable this week. Um, and then the next group I want to thank, I mean, these, these dudes right here. I mean, all our emotion right now is because of them. And, and what, they, what they fought through this week, how they trusted each other, how they trusted us. Um, and they just, from the moment, you know, we stepped forward into, into the past week, they just locked arms, you know. And it's just amazing, too, like, you know, how... How God gives His, his greatest uh, tribulations to His strongest warriors, and you know this this young man sitting next to me, you know had some other family things that happened, and he I mean look how he played it right. I'm sorry for it's been an emotional week, so I apologize. I didn't mean to do this on the first time, um, but I mean we just love these guys, and at the end of the day we just they beat us. And we, we talked about from day one that we weren't going to use last weekend as an excuse. If we lost, they beat us. And that's what happened. I mean, we, we fought our hearts out. We, we, they showed their resolve. We got it down from 17 to tie in the game. And they just made a couple more plays. They beat us. But I, I couldn't be more proud, proud of these two and that whole group of 18 young men. And it was just, and again, Tremendous, tremendous coaches. <laughs> Thank you very much. We'll take questions from media members. I'd like to start with questions for student athletes first, please. 
If you have one, raise your hand. We'll get a mic to you. Let us know your name and affiliation. Let's start with John, and then we'll go back to Don. Uh, John Krumpacker, West Coast Conference Sports. Uh, we can see the toll this last week has taken on uh, your your coach here for uh, for Olin. Uh, how about the players? How 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 was this this whole week plus been for you in in preparation uh, for coming here? Um, you know, it was definitely tough uh, with the recent news that we received. Um, but you know, I think as a team, uh, you know, that adversity that we had just kind of helped us come together as a team and become even closer. Uh, sharing even closer bond. Um, I think through all this, uh, the relationships that you know we've made with our teammates is probably the greatest thing we can get out of this. Uh, you know, those group of guys in there, uh, we all fought fought together, and and you know uh, the outcome wasn't what we wanted, but you know we fought to the very end, and that's all you can really ask for. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I love what the coaches have done, love what our you know team has done, and and you know it's it's been hard, but we'll make it through together. <laughs> We can go back to Don, one row back. Cameron, uh, Don Norcross with the San Diego Union Tribune. Um, first of all, congratulations. It may sound like an awkward word, but um, that was a gritty comeback. Uh, and I think you're to be lauded for that. Um, Cameron, can you put into words what the past week has been like? I think for everybody, a part of it, it's been extremely emotional. Um, the things that happened last weekend and the attention that we got was very shocking for the whole team and everybody in the program. And we immediately locked arms and looked to each other and came together as a group. And I think that, in a way, that everything just brought us closer. And I mean, as both of them said it, there's no group of guys I'd rather play for, as or a group of guys I'd rather play with than my teammates. And I just think that, you know, we were we, we prepared well. We had arguably the best week of practice we've had all year. And we competed. And I, I'm so proud of my teammates and of the coaching staff and the game plan they were able to put together and the way that we came back in the second half. But BYU, hats off to BYU. They played very hard. They played very well. Um, and the end, it just wasn't enough. But we played extremely, extremely, extremely hard. And I'm proud of my teammates for that. Don. Um, Olin, um, Sam alluded to apparently you went through some difficult circumstances. Uh, I'm not aware of what those circumstances are. You know, are you comfortable sharing what those circumstances were? Um, yeah. Um, I just received word a few days ago that uh, my grandmother had passed. I had been living with my whole life. So, uh, you know, it was kind of hard, uh, but you know, my teammates really came around me and and made everything better. Uh, they know I was pretty emotional, but uh, you know, they picked me up and uh, made sure that they didn't leave me behind. They brought me with them, and and you know, I love them for that. Sean. Yeah, Olin, uh, Sean Walker from KSL in Salt Lake. When you guys got down big there in that second half, mm -hmm. 15 or 17 or whatever it was, you looked up at the scoreboard and you really turned it on. Just what was going through your mind and kind of what got into you, I guess? Um, I mean, you know, you look up at the scoreboard and you're down 17. And, uh, you know, you look at our team and, and we just kind of think, you know, we were built for this. 
Um, you know, we handle adversity great. I think, you know, we strive in adversity. And so I think we kind of took that as a challenge to just come out and play harder and try to get the lead down. And that's what we did. But, um, you know, we just didn't have enough to finish at the end. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's a team in there that, that fights through adversity and doesn't bow their head when tough things come their way. And, you know, that's just how we've always been through the whole season. Any other questions for student-athletes or Coach Scholl? Go to Don. Owen, you're down 17. And then with, I think it was about three minutes to go, you hit a long three. I mean, that was like, it might have been an NBA three. What's going through your mind when all of a sudden the game, you're down 17 and it's now it's 71-71? Let's get a stop, play some defense, and try to, you know, play, take the lead. Um, that's really it. I'm just trying to make plays to make sure that we can uh, win. You know, I'm trying to help my team out. So, uh, you know, we start we start and end on defense, and you know, at the end we didn't come up uh, good enough on the defensive end. But yeah. Anything else for the Toreros? Thank you, guys. All right, there it is. A USD's post-game press conference after falling to BYU by a score of 85 to 79 here today in Las Vegas. Pretty emotional stuff. Uh, it was very impressive to hear uh, the way both coach, acting head coach Scholl, and the players responded, took questions, and kind of uh, spelled it out for everybody that uh, wanted to know how USD dealt uh, with uh, a very trying week following uh, what happened with their head coach in an off-court incident last weekend after a really otherwise uh, very inspiring win at San Francisco to end the WCC season. So a trying week ends with a loss to BYU in the conference tournament quarterfinals, and that's what the Toreros had to say about it. Our thanks to intern Cam, Cam Schroth, for getting those post-game comments for us. Appreciate that, and again, I got a lot out of that. So hopefully, hopefully uh, you did too. All right, folks, that's going to do it. That's our day of broadcasting here in Las Vegas. We'll be back here at the uh, Orleans Arena Monday night. Uh, it'll be either be a 7 o'clock Mountain Time or around a 9.30 Mountain Time tip for BYU and either St. Mary's or Pepperdine. We'll find out later tonight both BYU's opponent and then the time BYU will get once this evening's quarterfinal games have concluded. So stay tuned to Twitter and other sources for uh, the actual game times. But we'll be with you on Monday night, uh, Monday evening from Las Vegas for semifinal Monday, BYU against either St. Mary's or Pepperdine. So for today, that's going to do it. Our thanks to all those who joined us around Cougar Nation, wherever you were or are this afternoon into evening. Thanks for being along. Back east, our control board operator is Carter Malloy, doing fantastic work as always. Mike Tingle is our network manager, and Dave Shook is our coordinating producer. Our thanks to the SIDs for both BYU and San Diego. When I say SID, that means Sports Information Director, also known as Media Relations Directors. For BYU, it's always Kyle Chilton. And for San Diego, it's Ted Gosen. Our appreciation to, the, appreciation to them, as well as San Diego's radio play-by-play broadcaster, Jack Cronin, for joining me for a pregame interview today. Good to talk with Jack. Our courtside crew, my statistician was Russell Larson, my color commentary colleague, Mr. Mark Durant. My name is Greg Rubel. So for everybody, thank you again for tuning in. BYU is a winner in the conference tournament quarterfinals by a score of 85-79. BYU over San Diego. We'll talk to you Monday night from here at the Orleans. So in the meantime and in between time. Oh, oh, I cannot leave without thanking. Jason Shepard, our studio host. How could I forget Jason Shepard, our studio host, and uh, Cole Wissinger, 
is our control board operator back at BYU. He and Tanner Wilkinson locking it down all season there at BYU Broadcasting. Never, never, never do I ever intentionally want to forget Shep and the work, great work he does uh, back in the scoreboard studio. So for everybody, I'm once again Greg Rubel saying, in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good day and so long from Las Vegas.